Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Sushipe, the online community information platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Macy Hayek, a college student from Tyndall, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life. The Gospel According to Mark Jesus went out again beside the lake. The whole crowd gathered around him, and he taught them. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were also sitting with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the scribes and the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. This gospel passage is not only about Jesus calling Levi to be his disciple, but Jesus calling us to be his disciples. We are extended that same invitation of those two words, Jesus saying, follow me. He invites us to journey with him in hopes of joining him at a heavenly feast. And in this passage, he's also having dinner with Levi and tax collectors and disciples and Pharisees and scribes. And I think it's really interesting, this question that is posed of why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? The interesting thing to me is that it was said by the Pharisees and scribes. But I think this is a question that we also sometimes ask, but maybe in a different way. I see the Pharisees and scribes asking this about Jesus in a more judgmental way. But sometimes I think I ask this, but not in a way of judgment towards Jesus, but in a way of gratitude, because I am that tax collector and sinner. I am the one in need of saving. And from this, we get a reminder from Jesus himself of the good news that he has come to call not the righteous, but sinners. And not only has he come to save us and to provide salvation to us, he doesn't just stop there, but he invites us into the mission of the church, the mission of sharing this good news, that he, our Messiah, has come. He has come for the brokenhearted, for the suffering. He has come to sit with us in our pain, to provide hope that someday this pain will end. And that this news needs to be shared because we are reminded in Hebrews that no creature is hidden from God. And ultimately, we all face the same end, that there will come a day when we stand face to face and are judged with our sin before us. And we pray and we hope that we have had this transformation, that we have lived a life where God can say, well done, good and faithful servant. But we, I don't think, can fulfill that if we let our spiritual life end at just the call of being a disciple. We have to also accept the call and go on mission. And I think this follow me that Jesus says turns into a share me. 
these two very short phrases can help guide us, follow me, and share me. We are walking and we don't know where Jesus is calling us. He says, follow me. We encounter somebody who is suffering. He says, share me, share my love. We are able to not only just walk with Christ ourselves, but be his hands and feet and share that with others. Sometimes that might not even be in some grand gesture or spectacular way in God moment, but can come in just the way we live. Because whether we realize it or not, when we are a follower of Christ, there's something different about us. We live differently. We can inspire somebody to want what we have, which is ultimately Christ. Reflecting on this way of living the true Christian life, I was reminded of a story from one of my biblical tradition classes that's a requirement at the school I go to. And it's a story about an atheist being asked that if a Christian telling them about God bugs them. And the atheist reply was, no, because if somebody truly believes the story of salvation, that there was a Christ who died and came and saved, and the only way to be saved was to believe in him, and they don't share that with somebody, what kind of Christian does that make them? And so we're left with the same question. How am I living? Is my life a reflection of his gospel? Where in my heart do I need this deeper transformation, a deeper change? And how can I let his love in just a little more? Remembering along the way that I do not have to be perfect to be called. I do not have to be perfect to be loved. I do not have to be perfect to be his. I just have to be. I just have to seek him. And thank God for this good news. Let us pray. Jesus, thank you for coming down. Thank you for this reminder that we do not have to be perfect to be yours, but that we can just be. Please let this gospel, let the good news of your coming transform our hearts again, convict us again, and help us to share this news by the way we live our lives. Help us to share your gospel message with those we encounter. Help us to love like you. Amen. Hi, everyone. My name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.